Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design, a podcast that teaches you how to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm a professional interior designer, realtor, and advanced feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me an energy design expert, helping you find, create, and design the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today, we're going to be talking about the front door. And you're probably going to hear birds and stuff in the background because I have all the doors and windows open because it is a delightful day here in Nashville. But we're going to add a lemon twist to today's show. I have done, oh my gosh, so many shows about the energy around the front door and teaching y'all the feng shui about the front door. But a better question might be, uh, Amanda, where do you find a great front door? Uh, That is a fantastic question. I actually recently wrote uh, my annual trends blog post. I do it every year. It's by far my most popular article uh, that I write. I always get tons and tons and tons of feedback and questions and responses. And (laughs) I've been writing it now for, I think, the last six years. I think I started it in 15... I think it was 2015 when I wrote the first one because that's when I went on the bloggers tour and and that's what kind of kicked it off. And I was like, wow, this is such a great idea. Like I should keep doing this. And so I have. (laughs) But um, if you're not sure what it is, perhaps you have no idea that I'm writing this blog post is every year I share the hottest interior design trends and really what to expect in the coming like 12 to 18 months. And What's different about the trends that are emerging now is that we just went through a major life event, aka 2020. And I write a lot more about this in the article, but whenever our nation, or in this case, the world, goes through a major life event, uh, hello, a big one, design always takes a hard left turn when it comes to trends. And like I said, I go into a lot greater detail in the article about this. Um, I have now seen three massive life events. I've witnessed three of them. And it just says that I'm getting very old. (laughs) But these events have occurred in our lives and it shows how it has changed the course of interior design in very major ways. And these are trends that... Um, are now trends, even though designers were already doing them. Many of the things that I share in the article are things that we started doing as designers, you know, 18 months to two years ago, um, kind of sprinkling it throughout. But now, because of 2020, it is officially on the scene. So, and this is what happens every time. So if that's something you'd be interested in, I'm going to put it, I'll put a link into the show notes. Like I said, it's one of my most popular articles that I write every year and people always love it. And uh, this one was a little bit different. It was fun to write because I talk about life events and how 
uh, now I've seen so many of them because <laughs> I'm so young and all. Uh, but today's show is going to be a little bit different. After I wrote the, the blog post, several people emailed me um, and they kept requesting the same thing. Uh, Amanda, I sure wish that you would share more of your design advice on the podcast because not only do we want to get the energy right, but we love our homes and we'd like them to be beautiful. Well, good grief, (laughs) y'all. I have totally missed the boat, haven't I? Well, I've been really focused on feng shui and energy because to me, it's the hardest thing to, to get right. It's the hardest thing to find the right kind of information. But yeah, it totally makes sense that you'd want design advice too. But hey, thank you to those who wrote in. And as Maya Angelou says, you know, when you know better, you do better. And y'all, you got to give me feedback. Otherwise, I'm just going to stay over here in my lane and keep doing the shit that I'm doing. (laughs) So I can't change if I don't know that you want me to change. So uh, that's what we're going to start doing. I'm going to start sprinkling in some design stuff uh, as, you know, things come up as I have aha moments and think, oh, y'all might like to have this. Real quick, a few announcements. Uh, Astrologer Sharita Starr and I, we just launched our second workshop for the year. Uh, We did our first one uh, in January. That workshop went January through April. And now we've got the summer version, part two of 2021 Astrology and Feng Shui. The summer is going to be a bit of a tornado. You know, there's going to be a lot of fast communication, lots of mental energy, and just too much information. We've basically got Mercury uh, going into Gemini, and Gemini is a very fast sign, a lot of movement, and Mercury is a very, very fast planet. In fact, it's the fastest. So with these two uh, party animals coming together, uh, shit's going to be moving fast. And when things move at such a high rate of speed, you know, it can be really hard to discern all the information. It can be hard to make decisions or what happens is you make very rash decisions and then you regret them. (laughs) So this class, we just pick up the conversation where we left off from earlier uh, this year and we just talk about the energy, what to expect, how to navigate it gracefully and really how to thrive, you know, how do you how do you take this information and then utilize feng shui principles to, you know, really come out kicking and screaming and saying, hell yeah, I totally, you know, did this like a boss. So that's the whole point of the workshop is to make you aware of what's going on and how to take the information and say, okay, I know this is going to be happening. So it allows me to take a step back, you know, root my feet in the ground and, um, you know, make the best decisions that you can and ride through it gracefully. So I'll put the the link in show notes if you want to learn more about uh, the workshop or if you want to sign up. It is now officially live, you know, online. I think I took it live a week ago. Um, I also want to mention, don't forget about the Patreon page. Uh, if you are wanting to learn more about feng shui and interior design, I'm sharing a ton of tips and tricks in there that I don't share anywhere else. I don't put it up on YouTube or on the blog or anything. It's on the Patreon page. And, um, 
I, I'm mentioning this because a lot of people think that the Patreon page is just feng shui and there is a lot of feng shui information on there, but I'm sharing a lot of interior design stuff in there because now that I'm going out to far more homes than I used to with um, real estate, I'm seeing a lot more things that are good and, um, you know, really great advice on design stuff. So I've been sharing that in the Patreon page. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'll put the link in that in the show notes as well. So you can check that out too. Alrighty. So today's show, we're going to talk about the front door, but more importantly, I want to share some of my top designer resources for front doors, whether you're in the market to buy a front door or, you know, maybe you've been thinking about it, considering it, maybe it's something that you plan on doing in the future. I'm going to share my five go-to resources, my five favorite places. And this is a really big deal. If y'all have been listening to me for, you know, any amount of time, I go on and on and on about the front door. I will continue to, just like I say all the time to cultivate your chi, it is, you know, if you just cannot grasp feng shui in any capacity and you have like no desire to do it, I only ask you to do one thing, pay attention to your front door. So that's what I'm going to share with you today is some of my favorite places that I love to get front doors. But I do want to, uh, before I dive into the favorite resources, I do want to do a quick little feng shui recap on why the front door is so important, especially if you're new and have no idea what I'm talking about. If you ain't new around these parts, it might be a little good for you to review. So, If you're listening to this going, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, guess what? You're in the right place because we're going to catch you up to speed. The front door is extremely important in feng shui. Why? Because it's literally the mouth of your home's chi. So just take a minute and think about your own mouth. Imagine if your mouth was wired shut. Are you able to eat solid foods? Uh, no. So... What's going to happen if for two months, all you can do is drink liquid? You're, you're going to lose a lot of weight. You're not going to get the nutrients that you normally do. So it's going to dramatically affect your health. Now imagine if you can't eat or drink at all. What's going to happen? You're going to die. Well, maybe not, but <laughs> I probably shouldn't be so dramatic. But That is essentially what we're talking about. It's the same principle when it comes to your home. Her mouth is where she gets all of her nourishing chi. And then that chi is what nourishes all the good stuff in your life. It's what feeds your career. It feeds your family. It feeds your finances. It feeds those, you know, life-altering ideas, those ahas that you get that, you know, can completely change your life on a dime. You know, maybe it's the aha that you've been working on a project and you, you haven't been able to get it to come together. You know, I always think of Einstein when he was thinking about relativity and, you know, he had been working on it and working on it and massaging it and, and trying to figure it out. And it's like all of a sudden, boom, he gets this aha and he figures it out. Well, that's such a great example of you want to make sure that your feng shui is all in order and that you have this amazing energy, but it starts with the front door. 
If your life areas are not getting the nourishment that they need, you can't have that spark, that, that aha, because it's not getting fed properly. Makes sense? So if the door doesn't work properly, if it's dirty, if it just looks overly dilapidated, you're going to have problems. In fact, this, you know, I know that sometimes people will listen to my show or maybe they interview me and they hear this and they're like, this is bananas. Like, this can't possibly be true. Well, here is a great example. This literally happened yesterday. My dear friend Kelly reached out to me and she says, Amanda, can you please clear my energy and do the voodoo that you do? I need to feel better. I have a terrible sinus infection and I feel like death. She texted this to me. So I texted her back and I said, "Uh, sure, Kelly. But before I do, what's going on in or around your front door? Is it cluttered? Is it dirty? Is there anything that's broken there? Is the door broken? What's going on? This was her reply. What in the world? How did you know? We legit have a ton of clutter and shit around the door and it's not opening all the way right now. Well, there you go. That's why you're experiencing an infection. Your front door matters. It is the most important energy of the entire home. Well, one of. (laughs) I'll say one of. There's a lot of them. But highly, highly important. So, Why would Kelly get an infection because of her front door? Well, the front door, oh my gosh, it's so many things. It represents so many things. But two things that would affect Kelly in this instance is the front door represents the head and, you know, clarity of mind. So if it's clogged, guess what? She's got a sinus infection. Her head's clogged. And the front door also represents nourishment for the whole house. So when it comes to energy... This is where you want to start. And it's why it's numeral uno on the top five disruptors list. Because it's that important. So if you're listening to this today and your door is not pristine, guess what your homework is this weekend? It's freaking beautiful outside. I don't care what part of the country you're in. Get your ass outside. Start working on your door. That's your homework. Clean it up. Oil it up. And clear it up. And, you know, I did a podcast on the front door. I I think I did like a one hour show two or three years ago. I can't remember the show number. I want to say 54, but I have no idea. Don't listen to me. If I can find it, I'll put that in the show notes too. But the reason why I was able to do a one hour show on it is because it's so damn important. And there's so much there. Like when you're talking about that onion of feng shui, you know, you'll, you'll see an article online and it'll talk about the little kitschy things, or you might read a book and it'll talk about the little kitschy things, but it's all surfacey. It's layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of what the front door does and what it represents and how it influences your life. So that's why it's so important to get it right and to take care of it. So again, if you can't do anything that I tell you and it's too much, it's too hard, it's too overwhelming, it's too scary, whatever the two is, at least work on your front door because it's that important. So as I've been discussing, the front door is really important. And so when I am helping a client let's say they're building a new home, maybe we're doing a major remodel, I always consider 
in the back of my mind, what's going on with the front door? What are we doing with the front door? Are we changing the front door? We need to look at the front door. <laughs> so if the current one is not up to par, it may be, you know, if we're remodeling, the front door may be fine. It probably needs some things. We, we might need to repaint it, restain it, something like that. But if there is an existing front door, what can you do to fix it up? Especially if you're in the process of remodeling and you have all of these amazing people at your house. You know, when you're remodeling, you have access to painters and uh, hardware people, contractors, you know, handymen, you've woodworkers, you've got all these amazing people at your fingertips. So make sure to utilize that to your best advantage. So Maybe the front door, the existing front door is, is good bones, but perhaps it needs new paint, maybe a totally new paint color if your HOAs will allow. Maybe you don't live in an HOA and you can do whatever the hell you want to, but maybe it's a good time to add some new, shiny, sparkly, fancy new hardware, maybe change it up in some beautiful way, you know, put on new hinges, um, you know, you got to make sure that it's working properly. I've spoken about uh, Chris Alexandria's door when I went up and saw her uh, in the summer of 2019. Hers was sticking really bad. So you would like you would uh, do the hardware so that you could walk into the door, but you would have to take your shoulder and shove it into the door to get the door open because it was sticking so bad. And so I was like, oh, nope, nope, nope. We need to get a handyman out here right away. We need to shave this down. We need to rehang it. We need to get this operable. And, you know, she was like, really? That seems like a lot of work. But, you know, uh, I trust you. So she did it. And then her husband went to Vegas and won 50 grand. Yep. That's how important the front door is. So it may be time to consider uh, purchasing a new one. You know, if maybe you're looking at your front door and it just needs too much stuff, maybe it it just uh, is old and dilapidated or maybe it, it doesn't fit. You know, if you're really remodeling and, and, you know, there are some homes here in Nashville that we've basically taken back the entire house to the studs and, and there's very little that's still original. Maybe the, the new look, the new direction doesn't go along the lines of where the existing front door is. So... If it's a big remodel like that, or if it's a new build, the front door is always high on the list and uh, especially the overall budget. There's always going to be a budget that you're going to break down for all the things that you're doing in the home. If you're doing a major remodel, like you're going to have uh, an allotment for the lighting, for the windows, for the doors, etc., etc. So front door needs to have a big one. So where do I love to go? Let's, we've made the decision that we do need to buy a front door. We're going to get a front door. Where the hell do you go? These are my absolute go-tos. Top five. And my first two are what I call gold standards. They're like primo and they've been around forever. And they're, they are my favorites, but like they're just... Everybody's heard of them. Everybody knows of them. But there's a reason why they're the gold standard. Number one is Anderson Doors and Windows. I've been using Anderson for the life of my career. They're just hands down. The best in quality. The best in manufacturing. Customer service is incredible. And just the functionality of their product. Not to mention what they offer is stunning. And I have homes that 
I remodeled and hell I was doing projects when I was in design school I worked for a designer when I was in design school and I remember using Anderson doors and windows in the 90s and you know I would revisit those homes 15 years later and the doors and windows still looked incredible so that to me is you know that's worth the investment right there when you can get you know 15 plus years out of a product and it still looks amazing uh yeah worth the money. Number two, also gold standard, Pella. If you watch any kind of uh, TV, like HDTV, any kind of design shows, Anderson and Pella are mentioned quite a bit, but there, it's a reason. There's a reason that it's a gold standard in design because, you know, the quality is impeccable. Um, style offerings are impeccable and both have really great options for all kinds of budgets. And really the only difference between the two is typically what the client prefers. You know, obviously their styles are going to be a little bit different in what they offer. And I also find that the builders, you know, sometimes they don't have accounts with both. They have accounts with one or the other. So that may also determine which one you choose. And sometimes builders have an account uh, or a relationship rather with one and not the other. And so those relationships are really important because if something pops up, goes wrong, you need something fixed, that relationship is what gets things done. So that's something that you definitely want. And like right now, building resources, oh my gosh, everything is so backed up. Everything's uh, behind. There's no stock on anything. So those relationships, when you have them, when you have a builder that has a relationship, those are when you can call in favors. Look, I know you're saying that it's going to take 16 weeks, but you know, we've got a house, we're going to do all these things. What can we do to shave this down to maybe 10 weeks? Not that you're going to be able to accomplish anything, but you're going to have a lot more um, options, let's say. You're going to have a lot more pull if you have a relationship that's established. Number three is a company called Rustica. Love, love, love their options. This company is a designer dream for me because when you need something that's unique and beautiful, but you may not have the Anderson budget, this is a great option. They have a lot of high-end products, but they also have a great selection of affordable options that really just gives you high style. So especially if you're working with a designer, they can give you a super duper high-end look that may, you know, really give you the budget that you need. And I think what's also great about Rustica is they've got some really incredible high style interior doors. You know, I get so tired of going into builder boxes that have the holocore um, shitty interior doors that every house has. And Rustica just, you know, has some incredible interior doors that are unique. They're fun, uh, high style, and just, it, it's always the little details that you want to have in a home that when people see it, they're like, Oh my gosh, that's so neat. Oh wow, I've never seen that before. So little things like that, and Rustica has a lot of those. Uh, my fourth pick is called Colby. This is a brand that I've worked with only for about six years now. But as homes have started to get more um, strong lines and just a more modern feel, we are definitely completely away from the gray trend. We are no longer doing that. And that um, really it was the, I think that's probably why they're calling this modern farmhouse is we've been in this kind of stupid farmhouse look with all this kitschy Southern crap. Maybe that's only here in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm not sure, but the, you know, 
live, laugh, love, the little signs and things. It's just all this kitschy stuff that's, that's cluttered to me. Um, Colby has a really great line of just really strong lines, beautiful pieces that are uh, really fitting well into the modern farmhouse look incredible options that are sleek refined they really fit the bill for high style so um it may not go with your average everyday uh track home but if you are building a, a custom home i would definitely consider looking at them they have some beautiful modern uh options and then finally number five is knockety uh they're very similar to colby but Nockety has beautiful options in many different materials that really helps with every budget. So I'm not really a fan of some of the options that doors are made of, but you know, it may just come down to the fact that your budget is what your budget is. So the thing to remember is that the hottest trend right now in front doors is steel. And this can be misleading because there are companies that have options where the door is like a metal which is steel but they're very cheap they're found in builder homes that's not what this is it you know this trend is it's these beautiful steel doors with glass all you got to do is jump onto pinterest or you know you can look at zillow and look at like the four five eight million dollar homes and all of these modern homes have these beautiful glass and steel doors and they can be pricey. You know, I just did one with a company. Uh, I was working on a home here in Nashville uh, and the company I used was called Weld and the door was $5,000. So pretty hefty price for, you know, one item, but well worth it because the front door is so important. Um, you know, and, and the front door can also represent money and wealth. You know, again, it's it's nourishing all the major areas in your life. So do you want to cheap out and say, oh, well, my finances don't matter. Like, I'm just going to throw up a, a little cheap $300 door. Like, it'll be fine. Well, you know, when you have a really high priced, expensive, beautiful, fancy front door, you're going to be boosting that money in your finances. So Another great reason for a good high style front door. But what's great about the company, these companies that I've mentioned, what's great about these companies is that they have options for all budgets and they've got various materials. I personally try to stay away from fiberglass. From an environmental standpoint, it's just, it's not what I stand for. I do not like fiberglass and I do not like the fact that if you do remodel and you get rid of your front door, it you know, yes, you can donate it, but nine times out of 10, it ends up in a landfill and it's not going to break down and it's just not really great material. Steel, glass, and wood can always be reused or repurposed. You know, there's ways that they can work around it to make it into a new different door. But of course, you know, they tend to be more expensive, but from a feng shui perspective, I like that the natural materials to me are better for chi and that's just purely opinion but I've been doing this a while so it's it, it's what it feels like and I, I really like the feel of the non-synthetic stuff uh, but again budget depends on your budget depends on what you got so you gotta you gotta work with what you got and not feel bad about it you can't feel guilty about it because we don't want that energy around it right so a fiberglass door can set you back 
500 bucks. If you get super fancy with side lights and, and, you know, fancy hardware, you may get up to like $1,500, but pretty inexpensive when it comes to a front door, depending on, you know, all the fancy that you do. But a wood or steel door can easily set you back, you know, $1,500. I've done uh, steel and glass doors that were 10 grand. So it just depends on how large your front area is, Uh, depends on the style, depends on the hardware. You know, one of the really cool things that's starting to be installed in like multi-million dollar homes is they're doing front doors that are like six, seven, eight feet wide. They're like these pivoting glass and steel doors. They are amazing and they're beautiful and they are uber cool. I love how wide they are because they pivot. So they create like these massive openings for the the home, which is spectacular for the feng shui. But, you know, most people, the average person probably doesn't want to drop 10 grand on a door. So you just have to look at the overall budget and see what works for you. I will say this, that if you do have the opportunity to choose to work with a designer, that can help you with these options, I would definitely say do it. Even if it's just for one consultation, they will typically save you thousands because they can help you avoid mistakes. I just showed a house uh, a couple of weeks ago to uh, a client of mine who's uh, a new home buyer. And I actually shared the photos in Patreon. These the, Another great example for Patreon, these are things that I can't share in public. Um, but I shared this kitchen and oh good grief uh single dad just remodeled this kitchen he chose cherry cabinets and uh this wild green marble and this pencil glass backsplash that was a totally different color from the green marble with cherry cabinets and he put boob lights what i call boob lights and fluorescent lighting in the kitchen like a strip fluorescent with a boob light over the sink oh my god Oy vey. So, and he just remodeled this like 18 months ago. And he did it to help sell the house. Good grief. Like, y'all, if you don't know what you're doing, if you do not know what you're doing, hire someone to help you. Because they will help you avoid mistakes. Good grief. Oh, that is such a primo example. (laughs) And I'm sure he was like, I don't need a designer. That's too expensive. I can do it myself. So invest in your front door. You know, take it seriously. If you're building or remodeling, there's always an overall budget allotment. Again, I was just talking about this. You know, you'll have a lighting category, uh, a window category, a flooring category, If you have to take from something else so that you can invest more in the front door. And, you know, this is often what I do when I start a new build. The the builder will always put together a budget and it's always terrible. You know, he's always focusing on, to me, the shit that doesn't matter. And he always cuts the things that really do matter. So I'll usually redo the, the budget. And, you know, one thing that is common that I will do is I will take... Uh, maybe the lights that are in auxiliary spaces, that hallways, auxiliary bedrooms, maybe it's an office, but you can take 
uh, those areas and just put inexpensive lights in th- those rooms and those areas to basically free up cash that you can put towards your front door. Then in a year or two, you can easily upgrade lights. Oh my God, lights are so easy. And then you can just donate the existing ones to like Habitat for Humanity, which needs that, like the boob lights are fantastic. They love those. Those are great for hallways and stuff. But changing lights is so easy to do a year later, right? Like it's something that's super easy. But nine times out of 10, most people will not fuss with changing out a front door unless they absolutely have to. Most people will be like, ah, it's good enough. It's fine. Like it's new as opposed to, well, yeah, we could put in new lights. Like that's pretty easy. I mean, most people, you know, if you're pretty handy, you could even go to Home Depot or Lowe's or a local hardware store and find some pretty great options and upgrade your light uh, in a spare room or something for not a lot of money. But that's something where you can just change and shift your budget to something that really matters like your front door. All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this show. Please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review. We love to hear from you. And you got to let me know what you think about adding in more design shows. I think I'm going to do it. I think it could be really helpful. Um, and I, it, This was fun. I, I, you know, this was fun to be able to share um, how you know, I do design that's energy aligned, you know, it, it, the, there, you can't do one without the other. So it kind of makes sense. I don't know why I haven't been doing it, but y'all thank you for those who wrote in and reminded me, Hey, Amanda, uh, you're a designer. Maybe you should be like helping us here. (laughs) So if there's a specific thing that you want to know more about, you want to learn, write me and tell me, because if I don't have the feedback, I'm just going to be out in the weeds <laughs> be out there hugging trees uh new astrology and feng shui workshop is up and available for purchase you can find the link in the show notes and you'll also find the link to the patreon page you can go in there and uh, sign up and you'll see that horrible kitchen oh my god <laughs> that horrible kitchen that that father did good grief. Uh, And to find out anything else, you can just head on over to the website gatesinteriordesign.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.